0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. He's forever going to be America's mayor. It's Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, how are you? Good to see you again. Oh, it's great always to see you, Joe. You know, I'm watching this Alvin Bragg thing, and we saw President Trump, who I've interviewed 12 times. You're a close personal friend. You've been his attorney. Um, uh, last week, I think he called Alvin Bragg's bluff. He, he puts out on Truth Social, I'm going to be arrested next Tuesday. And everybody went, holy crap, he's going to be arrested next Tuesday. And then Tuesday passed. It didn't happen. But it was going to happen on Wednesday. Then Wednesday, they didn't, they didn't even call the grand jury together. And then today, on Thursday, Alvin Bragg is saying, I never said I was going to arrest him. This is made up by the Republicans. I mean, so Rudy, <laughs> from, from your vantage point, this thing fell apart in, in a matter of about five days. What do you see, uh, from, both from your legal aspect and also from somebody who, who used to run the Southern District of New York? What was, what was Bragg trying to do here?
1: Oh, he was. I mean, he was definitely ready to indict us. Yeah. It. Bob, I mean, Bob Costello knocked the case out of the out of out of uh, out of the universe. Uh, his testimony was devastating. It was uh, entirely truthful, and and uh, uh, no one really notes the fact that it was uh, supported by another witness. So uh, basically, it was two on one that Cohen was lying. It wasn't just. Costello, Costello had a witness for all that, as well as documents. So immediately after Costello testified, and they would not ask him any of the questions that were helpful to Trump, he had to force the answers. He just gave them. Right. Just over and gave them. When he came out and held his press conference, uh, Cohen the Liar appears on uh, one of the phony shows on MSNBC, or one of those places, yeah. and said, I never signed a witness uh, 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 attorney-client document waiver. I never signed that. (laughs) Five minutes later, Costello shows up on television, holds up a piece of paper with a signature on it where he signed it, and there were about six assistant U.S. attorneys who witnessed it. Assistant U.S. attorneys who witnessed it. I mean, he's lying even now.
0: And, and the thing is, I saw Costello on with Tucker that night when he showed that piece of paper. And it's uh, Robert Costello, Bob Costello that we're talking about. Your close personal Is he still your attorney, Rudy, as well? Oh, attorney? He, he He's the one who got me the letter from the U.S. Attorney's Office clearing me. He's exactly. a
1: terrific. No, he's he represented a am runner. I mean, he's a, he, he's not a household name, but he's a great lawyer. Representative represented George Steinbrenner, got yeah. him out of one of the difficulties of the major. He represented Leonie Helms. I mean, he's a real top-notch lawyer. Um uh, he was your intern. So, and so, he was
0: also turned
1: 35 years ago, that, which is <laughs> which
0: is amazing. So he's on Tucker, and he says what you just alluded to—that the grand jury was dumb enough to call him in. Cause as he's sitting there, he looks at the grand jury in their eyes and he says, Michael Cohen is a liar. Michael Cohen told me in 2018 he had nothing on Donald Trump. This whole thing allegedly went down in 2016. So Cohen is a perpetual compulsive liar. He can't get out of his own way. Uh, he lied about, about not waiving uh, attorney client privilege. And again, you know, Costello shows that he did. So. If your star witness is is Cohen, who we know has admitted to lying, he had, he admitted guilt because he lied, and Stormy Daniels, who we have a 2018 document from saying there was never a relationship with Donald Trump, if she's your backup witness, what's the case? There is no case,
1: and not to mention the fact
0: that it's probably
1: barred by the statute of limitation. Right, and it's not a, I and mean, we we'll won't get into detail. It actually is just simply not a crime. This was intended for business records that were entered by accountants. And it's not a campaign contribution because it was essentially uh, a personal payment to escape the embarrassment, which is why these NDAs are done in the first place. Uh, she, she wants the money without having to go to trial because it isn't true. Uh, and The man pays the money because he doesn't want the wife and the family uh, embarrassed. Yeah. It happens all the time, one way or the other. I mean, there are millions of these. There's nothing illegal about them.
0: The guy would have upset a million non-disclosure agreements. In in the very basic form of looking at it, Rudy, this is just a settlement case. And I remember, you know, a a police department, I won't name which one, but you're not far from where they are right now, as a matter of fact. Um, Somebody worked administratively at the sheriff's office and said, you know, if somebody sues us, if the the result is $5,000 or less, we just settle with them. Even if they're not right, even if we're not wrong, it costs too much money to go to court. Cost too much embarrassment for the department. So this happens in business all the time, where people say, "This is a nuisance. Let me pay it off." And when you're worth ten billion dollars, I guess one hundred thirty thousand isn't that much. Let me make this oh, go uh, away because I, this 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 has nothing to do with anything other than somebody who wants some money.
1: Well, if somebody wins a judgment about something like this against a person like Donald Trump, it goes into the millions of dollars. Yes, I mean this is a, this is in that sense. You got to look relative to the person's worth. This would be like maybe my settling something for $2,000.
0: Yes. It's out. Rudy Giuliani CS.com is his website. Go there and check it out. his common sense all the time. Rudy Giuliani CS. Check out his program on WABC New York. So let me ask you about the FEC. If the FEC says it wasn't a campaign finance issue, where on earth does Alvin Bragg pull this charge out from? I mean, the FEC literally, and you know this, they said there is no issue here. Why does he think he can go forward with it? Because he's an out of control, Soros-funded, multi-million do- by
1: multi-million dollars uh, anti-government, anti-American uh, rogue prosecutor. Who on the day he became uh, a DA announced that he wasn't going to uh, prosecute half the laws in New York should have been removed then. He takes an oath of office to uphold the law and then puts out a document saying I'm not going to enforce half of them. And of course, we've got a governor and and the mayor Adams and Hochul who uh, are so weak, they enable crime in New York. They just put out the statistics for 2022. Under uh, Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams, crime in New York went up 27%. Wow. It's unthinkable, but it's worse than Debazio. Adams is running a worse New York than DeBosio. And uh, nobody thought that there was anyone that could be worse than DeBosio. Well, from the point of view, of the safety of our citizens, citizens and people leaving the city, he's worse. And she's... Uh, impossible. She can't get anything done. She's a useless governor. And we just let, there, there are about 7,000 criminals on the street that are menacing my people that would be in jail if I or any sensible person would make it.
0: Well, how does he get away with it? A- and maybe I don't understand how it works, and that's why I have you on, because you're that much smarter than I am. Uh, when you get into office and make 52% of the felonies suddenly misdemeanors, how is that legal? I know that you've got prosecutorial dis- ah. discretion, But not that much discretion that you're going to change the laws. Well, you're very smart. That's exactly
1: right. You have prosecutorial discretion in a certain number of cases. When it becomes like a broad-based refusal to enforce the law as it's written, it becomes illegal and you should be removed from office. The Constitution of New York says that. The Constitution of New York basically says a governor should remove an office holder, particularly a district attorney, who doesn't enforce the law. Well, he doesn't enforce... Conservatively, half the laws that right. he's supposed to, right? And uh, and the reality is, it has re- it has reflected itself in a twenty seven percent increase in crime since he's been the DA. And a lot of crimes like you see on television, old people thrown on subways, people shot. That a lot of those people are people he just let out. I mean, every day the New York Post has another example of a brag or one of the other woke district attorneys letting out somebody who beats the living daylights out of an autistic kid. Or, uh, and the crimes, even though they are less than I had to deal with when I turned the city around. There's a great movie, Gotham, that people should get, by the way, about that turnaround that I did and Bloomberg continued. Right. And it, it can be done. And it's a great thing to have right now because they say you can't do it, it shows you how you can do it. But in any event, he's, one of, he's the main reason for our, our crime increase because he's lawless. If we had any decent... Honest
0: government, they'd remove him. Rudy, you and I are values-based, and it's Rudy Giuliani, America's Mayor. Go to RudyGiulianiCS.com. RudyGiulianiCS.com. Check out his program on WABC Monday through Friday. Um, We're common sense people. We're logical. We're rational. We like safety and security. We like safe neighborhoods. I like to be able to walk into Times Square and not be afraid. So why would somebody like Alvin Bragg be completely 180 degrees different than that? He can't really want people to die and be raped and be thrown onto the subway tracks. Why on earth would he ever do this? I'll give you a quote
1: from the head of the New York legislature, a man named Carl Hastie. He's the one of the people responsible for the crazy laws that we have letting people go free that Bragg very willingly and for them. He says... You'll never be able to reduce crime by incarcerating people. Really? Well, then how, then how do you do it? Now, at the very same time, there's a new DA in Seattle, a new Democrat. And when she came into office, she decided to apply the broken windows theory and actually put people in jail. On the very day that the New York Post has that quote, there's a quote from her. The only way we were able to reduce crime was putting people in jail. And they have reduced crime in Seattle. So, I don't know, these two Democrats should meet, and Hasty should grow up or gain some brains yeah. or stop being corrupt. I don't
0: know what... Where- well, well, safety and security was never a party-line thing, Rudy. I mean, you, you were elected in a very Democrat city. Pataki, sure. was, a, Pataki was elected in a, in a majority Democrat state. The reason why was everybody was sick and tired of being afraid. And, uh, uh, why, why is New York not there now? Why aren't they uh, exactly where they were when you were elected?
1: Well, I think it's the progressive movement that has taken over. It's the progressive movement that has taken over the DAs through Soros' 40 or 50 billion. Progressive movement frightens the Democrats that might otherwise agree with us. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the woman in Seattle. I think she's a Democrat. But she obviously is an old-fashioned Democrat. Look, when I was mayor, four of the five district attorneys were Democrats. And you all work together classically. You
0: work together great.
1: They were they were fabulous. I mean, uh, uh, the guy in New in in Staten Island, I think, was a Republican. The other four were Democrats, including Bob Morgenthau. I think everyone knows. Right. And uh, they loved me because I did what the Democratic mayor didn't do. I funded them, and I funded them intelligently. I
0: I, I, since I was one of them. Well, well, you incentivized it. You funded them if they got things done.
1: Yeah, they were my friends. I mean, for for the years that I was U.S. Attorney, these are the people I i did I was one of the u s attorneys that started the idea of doing joint cases with district attorneys. I took district attorneys into my office and prosecuted cases with them to break down that barrier between local and federal and all that stuff. It's one of the reasons I was successful, and so they were they were people uh, that had the same view of crime that I did, although probably on welfare they thought what I was doing was crazy
0: right. Yeah, it wasn't crazy. People in New York really oh, appreciated I, it. I, I think you could be elected tomorrow. To be honest with you, in New York, if you decided to, to go there again I, and run, go ahead.
1: But they probably thought it was a little too much. And I mean, there were things we disagreed about, but not who would disagree about safety and security. Nobody. No, I could. Not,
0: I, I couldn't agree with you more, but see, here's the problem: Soros, as you said, has forty or fifty billion dollars. Here, where I am in San Antonio, the Bear County um, DA is a Soros guy. This guy got elected saying he's not going to charge anybody with drug crimes, he's not going to charge anybody with prostitution crimes, a- and he's been light on crime. And you see a thirty percent increase in crime in San Antonio, but he bought it. Uh, Soros put a million dollars in this guy's race. He put a million dollars behind Alvin Bragg. I-, I guess, I guess, what I can't come to terms with, because again, we're people who actually have values and we want safety and security for our families. Why does Soros want there to be anarchy in the streets? What's his problem? Do we know? That's
1: exactly what he wants. Read Karl Marx and it'll explain why. Because that's the way you destroy America. He hates American nationalism. He says people who are American nationalists are Nazis, they're crazy, they're insane. And he would like to have a one world. He's a Klaus Schraub, Barack Obama socialist communist who would like to have one world government. America should disappear. and We should have one world. Well, it turns out, given the way Biden has sold out to China, that uh, very shortly that one world will be controlled by China. So we'll be working for China, which many of our companies do anyway. Yeah. And the NBA does. I mean, China's influence can't be exaggerated. And the fact that they bribed Biden is no longer even
0: disputable. Oh, no, it's, even the left news is reporting that. Everybody knows that they all got money from China. Only a small amount, but the big amounts are going to come out too, right? Oh,
1: it'll, it'll get over 40 million, yeah. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine? And they just and, and Hunter Biden still rides on Air Force One with his dad. It's Rudy Giuliani, RudyGiulianiCS.com. Let me go back to the case against Trump. Bragg now is pretending that Trump leaked it out, although you and I both know his office leaked it out to all the media, all the left media. Trump's going to be arrested. The police are starting to put up barricades because of all the protests that are going to happen. Today, Thursday, Bragg says, I never said I was gonna, that, that an arrest of Donald Trump was imminent. I mean, he's in a pickle now, isn't he, Rudy?
1: Yeah, he is. I, and, you know, if, look, from the point of view of uh, the good of the country and, and the good of my friend Donald Trump, I don't care what he says. Just don't go with the case. Right. And then we can talk about why he did it. Uh, I think like a, def, a, a defense lawyer. They want to let, they, they, uh, they say my, they let my client go and my client didn't do it. Okay. Go say whatever the hell you want. Everybody knows. But at this point, everybody knows he's lying. Right. I, 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 I mean, even his side knows he's lying.
0: So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah. Have- how high up do you think it went though do you think that the southern district got a hold of him and said hey man knock it off do you think biden's um attorney general merrick garland said hey you're helping this guy by doing this maybe you should stop why do you think all of a sudden he's backing off
1: i don't know if, I, I mean i kept saying in the last week or two isn't there some elder statesman in the democrat party even even a crazy progressive that says hey, hey this is going too far alvin you, you're, you're actually this guy's this guy's got up like 10 points since he started this. And he's collecting millions. Right. And if you keep doing it, I mean, you. there's only so far you can go. I mean, people People can only be fooled so often. I mean, this. You, you compare this to what Clinton did, for example, and didn't get prosecuted. It's not, this is nothing. No matter what you believe about it, this is nothing compared to what Clinton did. And he committed a clear crime called perjury. Yes. Take advantage of a young woman who was working for him. And nowadays, if a boss takes advantage of a young woman, it's like the worst thing that could possibly happen. This wasn't just a boss; it was the president of the United States right. getting next to the, the White House and then lying about it under oath. And we just and, and, that,
0: and that whole case was was actually founded on the Paula Jones case. And Paula Jones got eight hundred fifty thousand dollars from Bill Clinton. Nobody ever even thought about prosecuting him what, over that.
1: You want that. another one? Hillary Clinton uh, paid uh, for the Steele affidavit, which was a campaign contribution.
0: Exactly right.
1: She made it a, 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 a legal fee, But it was an, op, an oppo research document to frame Donald Trump. Now, we now know that. Absolutely true.
0: So uh, where, where, why the hell is she not being prosecuted? At, at the end of the day, Rudy, I'm almost out of time. Thank you for jumping on the chair so fast today. Um, but, but last question, does this case now go away? It, it, you, you've been in these situations way more than I could even imagine. Uh, is this now because of what Bragg said publicly about it? I never said this, this was imminent. Does that mean that it's over?
1: I hope so. And the idea that the other cases,
0: like in Georgia or a better,
1: is complete nonsense. Right. They're bad, just as weak, just as ridiculous, uh, and uh, just as factually uh, inaccurate, and oh. just as much political, political uh, persecution. I yeah. mean, the, this this case is no different than they are. They're they all are fruit of a poison tree called trying to frame.
0: Rudy Giuliani, CS.com is the website. Check out his radio show every day on WABC. He's, he's America's mayor and forever will be. And, and to me, you're a family member. Rudy, thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you, Joe. God All right. bless. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. I thought there would be no better person on the planet than to have Rudy Giuliani on when it comes to Donald Trump, when it comes to Bob Costello, when it comes to Michael Cohen. He knows all of these people. Uh, In fact, Costello uh, was his lawyer, probably still is his lawyer, and was an intern for him way back in the day. Um, And Costello really does blow this entire case out of the water. He sits down and looks at the grand jury in the eyes and says, Michael Cohen is a liar. Cohen told me in 2018 that he had nothing on Donald Trump. And it turns out yesterday we got the information that Cohen was never reimbursed by Trump for this $130,000. In other words, it came out of Cohen's money, not out of Trump's money. So there literally is no case here. But as Carrier reported earlier, there's supposed to be some witness that we haven't heard from yet next Monday, and we'll see where it goes from there. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stop there. Click on Watch Now. Another big hour coming your way. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show.